It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, let's dive in with our first question here from Amy in Chapel Hill. By the way, if you want to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can do that at acolerealty.com. And Amy says, I keep hearing about lower housing prices, but all the starter homes we're looking at are still just as expensive as they were months ago. What's going on there? Why haven't they dropped much? Yeah, because guys, overall, the market is still appreciating. The appreciation is not going to be as significant as what we saw in the last year or two years, but we are still in a market where it is appreciating. So you are seeing some price corrections, but typically that's a correlation between the seller overpricing their home in the beginning and trying to still thinking they're in the market of, you know, 2022 spring market and just throwing a number out there and anyone would pay it. Um, So we are seeing some price corrections and price changes or, you know, price reductions. But overall, the market is still appreciating. So that's a positive thing. So that's why you haven't really seen the new construction dropping because they have enough business coming in that they can continue to increase their pricing, um, which is a positive thing. That's a great thing. Get into the neighborhood, you know, and maybe even before you close on it, your home has already gained some value. So that's wonderful. That's a good thing, guys. Yeah, not bad at all. So there you go, Amy. Hopefully that helps give you some understanding of why the market is as it is right now. Uh, Ben has our next question in Morseville, and Ben says, I saw an article that says more friends and families will buy homes together in the years ahead. How does that work, buying a home with another person or even a group of people? Yeah, um, interesting, you know. Um, I mean, we definitely see where family members buy together. Um, You know, maybe there's a parent who, you know, they're looking to downsize and they end up going in with the children. And, you know, there's several options of homes that have almost like separate in-law suites. Um, You know, I've seen, yeah, there's just been different scenarios. I've seen like siblings go in together and buy a home together, whether it be to live together or for an investment standpoint. But as far as buying a home together, I mean, honestly, it's no difference than a husband and wife buying it together. Um, You know, when you buy together, if you're obtaining finance, you know, you both end up being on the loan. You don't have to be, um, but typically maybe both are part of the financing stage. If you're buying it together per se, of course, you both will be on the deed, so you have equal share rights. I think just one important point to stand out or to to make uh, make sure that we bring up is if you buy together and you decide to sell, you both must must agree to selling. And also, let's say, for example, and I had this, um, this experience in the past, twin sisters bought a home together, okay? Then once they were ready to sell, one of them was now married. So in North Carolina law, the spouse actually has just as much rights, okay? 50% interest of that portion. So with this scenario with the twin sisters, also the husband of the twin, one of the twin sisters had to agree and sign off on selling too. So just something to think about when you're buying with siblings that if one decides to marry, if they're not already married or maybe they already are, this other spouse also have rights to the home and has to approve a sale. 
hope so that you, makes you, sense. You, you better like the spouse. Yeah, it can get it can get a little bit, you know, I guess convolute, a little messy. Um, should one party not be on the same page? Just remember, even if like with the twin sisters, they were the ones who purchased, they made all the payments. Here comes along, and now they're like one of them's married. That spouse has rights to that home as well. All right, Eva says, can you talk about fractional ownership, Angie? I've seen some listings where you buy a property, but you only get to stay there for a few weeks out of the year, and you yeah. still have to pay high yearly fees. Is this just a timeshare by a different name? Um, uh, Not really a timeshare. Um, Similar, though, in a case. So fractional ownership is actually you and maybe we were talking previously about going in and buying with friends or family members. Yeah. Let's say that we decided to go in and buy a property with four other couples. Um, so we each have, or three other couples, so we each have 25% ownership. Um, and then from there, each couple is given a certain amount of time where they can stay within the home. You know, if it's then probably 25% of the year, they can stay at the home. Or you guys, I've seen a lot of people where they go in together, they block off maybe, hey, each of the couples gets two weeks of vacation, you know, whatever two weeks they want to use. And then the other times they actually lease it out. So you could do like a short-term rental, like an Airbnb. So short-term rental the home so you're getting this income right this rental income so it's an investment but also the families are getting to enjoy the home for you know example two weeks out of the year so that would be a prime or an example of fractional home ownership okay very good yeah it's uh, uh there's some benefits i guess to that versus a timeshare right like you, you typically yeah. longer periods of time than you might get well, in a timeshare timeshare yeah. you know you are owning per se kind of but it's not like you're going to resell it um you know you're reselling that portion of the ownership but i would say there's a lot more advantages of actually buying a whole like home like a, a single family or the actual uh hold like title or deed per se to the home because you then are gaining the appreciation with it as well okay very good that's helpful all right, last question of the week comes to us from Claudio. Claudio says, we're going to be able to buy a new house soon and move out of our current one. We're stuck on what to do, however. Should we sell it and pocket the cash and invest that elsewhere or rent it out for income that way and uh, hold on to it for future growth and property value increase? What do you see as the most successful strategy for our area? You know, I, I don't have a straightforward answer for you there, Claudio. Um, you know, it really, it's a case-by-case -case basis. Um, I'm big on buying real estate. Um, it's a no-brainer. You know, put your money into real estate, and there are, you know, ups and downs with the real estate market, but if you keep your money in there, you're going to see the positive cash flow. Um, it's, I think, a great idea. If you don't need that money as far as cash on hand in the moment, I would invest it in real estate. Go ahead and buy like another investment property. Um, make sure that you're buying one where you've ran the numbers. It's smart. So someone else is paying for your mortgage. Um, even if you're just breaking even, it's paying down the mortgage. And the goal is eventually to own it outright. And then you have all that liquid, you know, assets there. Um, so if you don't need cash on hand, I would suggest putting it into more real estate. There's not many other um, lines of, you know, investments where you can get the return like you can on real estate. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. 
Listen to past podcast episodes on the website. Read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.